in school I never liked afternoon classes after 12 I always sleep <laughs> you never liked any classes hey. wonderful <laughs> alright so we are looking at this scripture and Jesus uh, said and I will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Amen. So the key here is another comforter. So Jesus was actually a comfort to them. Wow. Amen. Amen. If they had any trouble, he would solve the problem and console them as well. Amen. Amen. Jesus was a problem solver. Hallelujah. So now he says, I'll give you another. Another means that one of the same kind. Same characteristics. Same attributes. Same personality. To come and be with you forever to do the same thing that Jesus would have done if he were alive here on this earth today. Amen. Amen. So, when we speak about the personality of the Holy Spirit, the, intense, the intent is that he is another who is now abiding. Abiding means that he is with you. Continuous presence. Hallelujah. A continuous what? Presence. And a couple of weeks ago, I was teaching on the presence of God. And we saw that anybody who God was with, hmm, that person was highly favored. Amen. I pray that God will be with all of us so that we shall be highly highly super favored. Amen. Amen. So, if you look at the scriptures, which all talk about God with you, God with you, God with you, and the people who were beneficiaries of this presence actually did very well. 
So, anybody, any Christian leader who is doing mighty things, all you have to conclude is that God is with them. Amen. So, all we are trying to do as we sit here this afternoon is to work more on our ability to allow the Lord to be with us. More. Amen. More. So, at another stage, Jesus said, he shall be in you and then he shall be with you. Amen. He shall be what? In you and then he shall be with you. And at another one in, I think, um, uh, Acts 1, 8, then he shall come over you. So, if you really want to accomplish anything in this world, then we need the presence of God. Amen. We need more of the presence of God. Now, how do we cultivate the art of being more involved with the presence of God? How do we do that? Amen? Briefly, I'll teach you that one. That art of getting to know. So, the Holy Spirit comes around, number one, those who love the word of God. Are you listening? Those who do what? Those who do what? So, if let me show you briefly what it means. John chapter 1. We are reading all. <laughs> Continue. Good. Not. Now listen. Now. See this. Verse 4. Let's all read it together. In him was what? Who was him? And who was Jesus? No. He was what? He was the word. And so in the word was. In the word was. And the life was. Five. Six. No, no. Go ahead. Go. Seven. Continue. Nine. I want to draw the attention to something. No. Ten. I suspect it might be twelve. Or fourteen, rather. Okay. No, no. Go, go back there. Go back to twelve. Now, let's all read this one together. No, 12. Go back to 12. Okay. Stop there. As many as did what? Who? Received what? Received what? So, replace him with the word. Let's go. But as many as 
Let's read it that way again. But as many... Hallelujah. Now, do you see what I'm saying? Now, it says, as many as received the word. As many as received it. When you receive the word, you have power. Amen? When you receive the word, you receive power. Let's say that together. When you receive the word, you receive power. Go to 13. No, no, no. I think 14. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, it says, and the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, you see, Anybody who hears the word, hmm? anybody, when you keep hearing, what happens is that you are receiving more power. Do you see the, we just read the scripture. Do you see it? When you receive the word, the more you get, hmm? the more powerful you are becoming. Amen. And then, what happens is that whatever is in that word becomes a manifestation in your life. The word became flesh. Amen? And dwelt amongst us. So, whatever happened to Christ, he was manifested into a human being and dwelt amongst us. How did it happen? The Holy Spirit brought about the conception of Christ in the mother's womb. Amen? In the same way, any time you keep on hearing the word, more of it, more of it, then what happens is the Holy Spirit converts that word into a personality. So, if the word of God tells you that you shall be prosperous, you shall be prosperous. You shall be prosperous. You shall be prosperous. Now, what is happening is that prosperity is being created around you. It became flesh and dwelt. dwelt. So, you, wherever you are dwelling, prosperity will be there. Would you say amen? So, who converts that word? It is the Holy Spirit. That is the power behind the word. The power of the Holy Spirit is behind the word. That is how come he was able to change eh, and put a seed into the belly of Mary. In the same way, Mary brought forth and we had the son. The son dwelt amongst us. In the same way, as you keep hearing the word, the Bible says another thing happens. Your faith level increases. When your faith level increases, something else happens. The word becomes flesh. Flesh means personality comes alive, stays with you.
give him toffee. If you sleep in my presence, I will baptize you. <laughs> you see, because I'm going to teach, I have not eaten. All of you have, your stomach is full. Uh-huh. Now, you are, you are full, you are sleeping. If I see you sleeping, you kneel down. Uh-huh. So, forget it. So now, the, the, the scripture is very, very clear. You see, why do we need the presence of the Holy Spirit? It is because we are walking on an earth that has a lot of trouble. Amen? Has a lot of trouble. And everybody, you and me included, we must make the Holy Spirit our best friend. Hallelujah. So, as usual, I want to share with you somebody wrote. If I were you, I would have gone to buy this book by now. You spend all your money on food. Food and drink. Huh? How many books do you have? If I can count the number of books you have, you are not on fire. If I can count the books you have. <laughs> Hallelujah. The beginning of the book. He said, my life changed dramatically on 13th of July, 1994. On a Wednesday morning, I had gone to bed at 5 a.m. And after working all night long on a very special project, two hours later at 7, I was awakened suddenly and completely on an unexplainable Please listen, because I'll ask you questions based on this one. An unexplainable, undeniable, and awesome presence was in my room. Something more powerful than anything I had ever experienced. Like an invisible emotional current was pulling me from my bedroom towards my place of prayer. What did I say? Joseph. Yes. I was reading from here. And I said, what did I say? So you can paraphrase it quickly. Uh Uh-huh. Those of you who have um, Google Play, you can get it. But you can only get portions of it. Uh Uh-huh. I'm listening. Is that where I ended? That's what you remember. Okay. Now, he said, because of this overwhelming and compelling urge to enter into intercession, I thought that perhaps my father had suddenly passed to be with the Lord. His father was 91 at the time. He said, my father was the greatest intercessor I had ever known. When, listen to this part. He says, when I think of my dad, I think of him on his knees 
with his hands raised, eyes closed, praying in the spirit. Throughout his entire life, that is how he remembers his father. Are you, are you around? If you are feeling sleepy, stand up. Before I put you down. He said, one compelling remembrance that I have of my father is on his knees with his hands raised, praying in the spirit. That's a, a nice way of remembering somebody. He said, I think that he's the greatest intercessor for him. So if you go on, you see that he said, he, he always prayed that God will pass that mantle on to him. Amen? So that he can also pray like his father prayed. So when he felt that strong urge to go and pray that day, he actually thought that the father had died. So the anointing was being passed on from the father to him. Now why am I reading this story to you? The book is written by somebody who had a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. Amen? And what lesson do we learn from this? We learn that he said his life changed dramatically on 13th of July, 1994. He had been a Christian a long time ago. Not on that day. He didn't become a Christian on that day. He had been a Christian a long time. But on this particular day, the presence of the Holy Spirit came into his room. Amen? And he knew perfectly. If you continue, he says he was not a spiritual novice, which means that it's not like he didn't know anything about spiritual things. So you see, all of us here, we have an idea about the Holy Spirit, some of the gifts, and uh, some few things here and there. But you see, the complete truth only comes alive when he is with you. There's a difference reading from a book. This is somebody's testimony. The Bible was put together by the Holy Spirit. Hmm? So you can also say that it is another testimony. It is God's testimony. Now, do you have a testimony? Amen? Do you have a testimony? What is your relationship with the Holy Spirit? Have you any relationship with him? Does he know you? And do you know him? You see the thing? So, now, our desire, a key, number one, key, is that the promise made by Jesus Christ is real. I told you this morning, believe everything in the Bible. Very real. And if you are here and you speak in tongues, eh, then in Advent, we are saying that you have the Holy Spirit residing in you. Now, you must make his presence count. Amen? You must do what? Make his presence count. So, I'm talking about a full or more developed relationship that you can speak to him for hours. For hours. Not if you can talk to your girlfriend for a long time. 
Some of you even talk to your girlfriend and then you fall asleep. And you are still talking. Hey. That is, that is what we call daydreaming. <laughs> yeah? You are talking. Some of you are chatting. You can see some people, you examine their uh, uh, profile online. <laughs> but dead. Yeah? Teddy, Teddy. Dixie, why are you happy? <laughs> eh? Some of you can sit and watch a movie for hours, series for hours. And so the Holy Spirit will wonder, ah, this guy, he calls himself a Christian. I'm here. He doesn't want any fellowship with me. So what happens is that he goes quiet hmm, and remains quiet for a long time. Until the day that you come back to your senses, like the prodigal son, and then decide that Charlie, pure Holy Spirit, I have come. But you see, like the prodigal son, that guy, don't forget, when you remember this story, anytime you remember this story, the father accepted him back, but he lost the inheritance. Don't forget. He was accepted. You see, the time that you did not fellowship with the Holy Spirit, is a complete, I mean, problem for you. Amen? Huge, huge problems for you. So, from now as I speak to you, better make up your mind that your very best friend will be the Holy Spirit. Unless, of course, you, you don't want to, you just want to be a, a, a Christian, so-called, come to church and be prayed for. And be led every time. And then you go home and sleep. But if you really want to rise up through the ranks. And be a leader. And be what? Not a follower. If you want to be a follower. You are, you are welcome. It's also part of the whole game. On the, on the, look, when you go to the stadium and there's a, a game of football. They are what we call ball boys. When the ball goes out, they bring it back. You see, they don't play the game. All they do is to bring the ball back. And then there are what we call the referees too. They, they run around with their players, but they don't play the game. You see the thing? You can choose to be a referee and be here and be criticizing some of us who are working. You see? So, be a ball boy too. You can be that one too. Which one do you want? Ball boy or football player? Because I have never heard any ball boy earning even 50 Ghana. <laughs> Eh? But he takes the ball and throws it to a multi-millionaire. Eh? But they themselves, they know any nothing. You see that thing? So make up your mind. Are you going to play the game? Or you want the game to be played for you? Then you cheer on the people who are playing. It's a, it's, it's, it's a choice. So, you see, the people who decide To be engaged in the things of God. They experience more of the presence of God. Because they are closer to God than the people who are just following. Amen? And it is better. It is far, far better for you to really enjoy. The, look. Invite the Holy Spirit on your own. Not with anybody. On your own. When you come to church, we are all talking, making noise here and there. But you see, intimacy, privacy. 
13, 14, 2 Corinthians. Privacy. You see, so you will see that the Holy Spirit will be your body. Hmm? Kenneth Hagin said, I have known many people in my lifetime, but none of them can be compared to this Holy Spirit. Amen? Alright, so we were going over this scripture this morning. Look at the fellowship. I thank my God that Paul the Apostle actually wrote this thing for us and for our benefit. He said, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. So, what does it mean to fellowship? That is what it means there. Partnership. Number one. Let's say it together. Partnership. Partnership. So it means that the Holy Spirit, if you allow him, shall become your partner. Amen? If only you want him to. Now, what? who is a partner? A partner is somebody who is there to ad- advise you. Hmm? When you are going wrong, he can tell you, don't go this way. Go that way. You can join together with him in business. Now, the business of the Holy Spirit is the salvation of souls. Amen? Which means that when you partner him, you are joining up with him to bring scriptures alive to people and then they shall turn, they shall repent and become Christians. That is his, his business. Amen? So, you can become a partner and work with him. So, you can say like Okodie um, and Holy Spirit Association, which means that he's with you. Won't you say amen? Uh-huh. That is the only way he can be with you. That is the only way he can be with you. Partnering him. Anywhere you are going, says, precious spirit, Charlie, I'm going to uh, 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 Nete's house for fufu. He says, no, 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 no. Instead of Nete's house, go to the junction and preach. Because if you go to Nete's house, you end up staying and talking about unnecessary things uh, for hours. No salvation. <laughs> yeah. But in case you go to the junction, two, three, or four, or five people might be saved. You see, look at destiny this way. Like a crossroad. Yeah. Somebody is coming from here, there, there, or there. And you are the person they must meet that day. Otherwise, two minutes past the crossroad, they are dead. That, that's how it is. So, we must be zealously affected always. Always thinking about how God can use me now, today, to be able to get the message out to somebody. We don't have too much time. <laughs> Hallelujah. We don't have too much time. When you think that there is time, then you are the devil's advocate. There's no time. So, 
Every time, the Bible says that those ordained for eternal life, God knows them. And the Holy Spirit will only lead you to people who are ready to repent and join Christianity and follow Jesus. Amen. So if you partner with him, it means that in your prayer life, you must be studying the Bible, the word. You must be praying. Those are the things that you do that attract, attract favor to your life. Are you learning something? So, he becomes your partner. Partner, today, where are we going? Hmm? He says, don't go to Macedonia. Don't go to Bithynia. Come this way. There are 10 people around Teddy's house. They must be saved. Go there. Amen. Because he knows the people. So you partner with him for soul winning. Now, participation with. Amen. You participate. That means that you are working together with him. How? All right. What should I tell God's people today? He gives you the word. This is what they need. Now, look at the difficulty. Look at the difficulty when it comes to ministration. Maybe you, you are looking for money. You, you are looking for food. You are looking for accommodation. You are looking for a car. You are looking for a wife. You are looking for uh, 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 investment. You are looking for business. So we have all come to gather here. Everybody has a different need. Amen? So what would the preacher say that will satisfy you and heal somebody who needs healing and help somebody who needs help? Do you see what I'm saying? So now, one word, everybody has a different need. So the Holy Spirit has to give one word that will satisfy everybody. Amen? That is right. So, he must be a participant with you in the business. Hallelujah. Alright. Then we move on to uh, transportation. This part, you must believe in dreams and visions. Amen? Yeah. You see, like, he transported Philip <laughs> from where he was into the desert, and back from there to Azotus. Hmm? Moving. That's what we call transportation. He can move you. Amen? You see, these are practical things that happened in the Bible. I said, well, he can move you. Transport you. Move from place to place. Dreams, visions, revelations. You are here, and you are seeing Dixon's house. In his, in his uh, uh, village. You've never been there before. Now when you see it like that, what it means is that the spirit has taken you there. Hmm? <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> so you see, he can take you there. These are things, this Holy Spirit, please give me, you see the nine gifts of the Spirit spoken about in 1 Corinthians 12 are divided into three. Gifts of revelation, 
gifts of power. And I think one more, I've forgotten. What's that? No. No, those ones are different. But the nine, the nine talks about, oh, vocal, vocal, vocal gifts. So the vocal gifts talks about word of knowledge, word of wisdom, prophecy. Amen? Then what it means is that he can give you a word for me. He can give you a word for me. He can give me a word for you. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, anytime. Amen. So these are things that you must desire. You, you must actually pray. Eh? And tell the Holy Spirit, one dream will do. Because if you really are, pay, pay, are paying attention and one dream, one, somebody is dreaming about 14. You One dream that he'll give you. See, he gave Joseph one dream. All the rest of the brothers were bowing down to him. Said, mm. And when he said it, they thought it was a, it was a joke. Eventually, it happened. One dream. Amen. Yeah. All you need is one dream. A vision. Well, it happens when he is able to move you from where you are and actually translate you to different places and show you what is going to happen. Amen. Do you want to try that? Do you want to try it? Yeah, so try it. Try it. Whatever you see in the Bible is practical. Amen? Try it. Alright. The next one is intercourse. Intercourse means intimacy as well. Amen? It means that you, the two of you, alone. You and the Holy Spirit. Nobody there. No phone. No laptop. No internet. <laughs> Look. They say the internet has what? Knowledge. Google. Google. Try the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Try the Holy Spirit. Ah. He is called the Spirit of Knowledge. That's his name. Knows everything. Huh? Try him. So, you are intimate. When he talks, you hear. When you talk, you hear. Amen? Complete intimacy. No. Look, when you know you are going to pray huh, and the phone will disturb you, please, put it somewhere. The uh, a book will disturb you, put it somewhere. All you need in your presence is the Bible, hopefully. Put it, everything, phone, laptop, whatever, top. Please, put it somewhere. And whatever. Anything that will distract you, put it somewhere. So that you are alone. You are alone with him. Then you talk. Hmm? And you see, you, do, you don't determine by your action when he comes. But as you are there, worshipping, praying, in the spirit, BAM! He's around. Amen. So, there you go. And then benefaction. Ah, Look, you you become a beneficiary. He is the benefactor. You see, he he will give you stuff that you don't have. Amen? What you have, he gives to you. And he is adding more. So he becomes your benefactor. (laughs) Distribution. Now, you partner him, you are intimate with him, 
you have gone to all this level. Ha. He says, now, let's go to other people. You are distributing. You see, you must, it's, it's almost like a, Now, in most houses, because of water problem in Ghana, we have uh, poly tanks, right? Different sizes of poly tanks. Somebody's house may have a small tank. Some others may have 10,000 gallons, 5,000 gallons. Big, big tanks. But you will see that if you really, really, really want to supply a whole town or city, they don't need poly tanks. Is that not true? You need a river. Huh? Is that, no, am I speaking sense? You need a river so that you can supply Uncle Fred, Daniel, uh, Dokman, uh, uh, Badawu. Eh? Yes. Uh, Brother Nettie's house. Eh? <laughs> so you see, you need more. But if you only speak in tongues to edify yourself, how can you distribute? What do you have to distribute? Eh? All, all you do is to go, go and charge yourself. Ten minutes, shabarabalabaribakamasa. Then one phone call comes. Charlie, me bumpayo. My world. Then you drop the phone. As soon as you drop it now, your girlfriend also calls. Yeah? And instead of telling her, Charlie, I'm praying, he said, uh, uh, Yes. What's it then? So you see, if these were rules, you would have flouted uh, 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 which one? Which one would have flouted? The intimacy. Eh? Yes, intercourse. You would have flouted that one. Put your phone somewhere. Please. Eh? So if you really want to have the river, you see, the Holy Spirit, according to the Bible, talk about the well, well of water. Well of water. And you talk about the river. Amen? A river is different from a well. The well will only supply a few people. A river, more. Let's pray that we shall all be river driven. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> look at look at it there. A well of water springing up into eternal life. A well. Jesus, thank you. We don't need a well. Jesus, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, but we don't need the well. The well will make us selfish. Only, only you. Eh? You're able to pray for one, two, three people who are bread. Small. No, 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 no. How can God give you power for only one person? Eh? It's not a good thing. So, Jesus, we thank you, but this, this what well, we, we don't want it. We want the river. Uh, we want the river. <laughs> Amen. So you, you see that now you can pray that power flows through you enough for everybody else. Go back to that one. Okay. And then eventually communion. Communion. Continuous fellowship. Not when they want to. So, the old men 
always say that it is better you meet up with the Lord at a certain time, consistently, every time. If it's 4 a.m., between 4 and 6 in the morning for you, that means that, Charlie, you and God are meeting. And that should be the most important aspect of your, your day. Amen? Some people sleep and when they wake up, they have to go to work. Then they are gone. You remember to go to work. You don't remember to fellowship with your, 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 your father. So, he says that fellowship with the Holy Spirit and then he shall be with you. Amen. And then what? Exactly. And I told you, look, it was evident in Genesis and God was with Joseph. Is that not true? Because of that, he was favored. Amen. God was with him. Eh? Look at this guy who came to Christ at night. Branico. He came to Jesus. Say, Charlie, the things you do. I don't think any man can do that. Eh? It looks like no man can do this except God is with them. No man can do these things except God is with them. So, it means that if God is with you, there are certain things you can do. Amen? Yeah. <laughs> God with you. Peter and John at the beautiful gates said, I don't have anything, but such as we have. What do they have? The presence, power. Amen. So you see, you must desire. Unless maybe maybe I'm working on a different planet. But if you are here looking at me right now and you are not sleeping, all I want you to do is to desire. Hmm? Desire the presence. That's all. That's all. Look, nothing will work. Nothing will work. Just desire the presence of the Lord. Because every, anywhere you go, ah, God was with them. God was with them. God was with them. Ah, me too, he should be with me. And he should be with you too. Ah, so he should be with us. But how can you say that God is with you? Unless, of course, you have fellowship with him. Amen? We are not talking about God coming on the scene to just do one day show. I want you and me to carry the presence when you are coming, you say, hey, this guy, there's something about him. It looks like he has something else. Amen? He has what? Something else. Yeah. Rabbi described Caleb. He said he had another spirit with him. So, they should identify you by Charlie. They see you say, mm, this guy, <laughs> there's something, something, you see. They can't describe it, you know. There's something with him. Amen. Why can't they describe? Because they don't know what it is. The Holy Spirit. You want the presence? Yeah, that's how it is. So it means that you must be interested in studying the Bible, interested in praying. And you see, the best news I have for you today, 
before I close is that prayer is hard work. Yeah. Hard, proper. Yeah. <laughs> Most people who talk say, oh, I spend, uh, they are lying. That's for me, I pray. Oh, cheer. The people who pray much, they don't talk. When you see them, you see the presence. <laughs> he says, Oh, me, I pray for three hours. I pray. Oh, cheer. <laughs> you see? So, don't talk about. You see, it is called intimacy. Did you see it? Eh? Jesus said, when you pray, enter into your closet. And the father who sees in secret will reward you openly. He didn't ask us to come and tell you your, your opinion about prayer, five hours prayer and those things. You see, when a senior pastor is talking to, uh, let's say, junior pastors, and he's teaching, he can share his prayer life. Oh, Charlie, at least one year, one hour be there. You see, maybe he prays for two, three, four hours or five hours. And we talk. But ah, why should you tell us how long you pray? And when we come and investigate or call you on the phone. Oh, Pastor, hello. Hello. Hey. It's like the person is gone. <laughs> Holiday. <laughs> Some people, when you call them, they will not even respond. Cry. So after after about four hours, Pastor, Pastor, now I was us in the spirit. Hey, <laughs> where were you? <laughs> so so all that all of this show us that we are human. Amen. And we have weaknesses. So the Bible says that Elijah. Though he had like passions, he prayed. So our passions should not be an excuse for no prayer. If Daniel, the prime minister, as busy as he was, was able to pray, you what what do you have? Yeah? You didn't you don't have time. Don't you see that it's surprising? A whole prime minister is able to pray. He prayed and caused trouble in the city. You and me. You say you are busy. And I always ask that. If you are busy, it means that you are making more money. And so where is the money? Show us the evidence. Eh? Then you go, I come and collect my small one that I have. Oh, hey, my boy. <laughs> eh? Anyway, second, that's the meaning. Oh, it means that he had weaknesses like us. He felt lazy, he felt sleepy, he felt tired, he walked around, just like interests that human beings have. You understand? Those are the meaning. It stretches forth. You can stretch it to uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, any any thing you want. Uh, one thing that he he didn't usually 
Uh, the other guy, what's his name? Elisha. Elisha, the company part. Do you know how we know? No assistant. He cast his assistant. He said, Hey, you. Let's for you and your house. And one other servant also left him. So we see clearly that he, he, he. That's how come when he left, there was nobody to take his place. He didn't appoint anybody. Another person with the same problem in the Bible is Joshua. Same problem. His inability to bring up other leaders also brought about what we call the judges in, 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 in Israel. So, all that I'm talking about is the presence. The presence. Your presence. The <clears throat> yeah. man said, I want to be where you are. I like, I like that song. Huh? Where you are. Say again. You have a question. Okay. Manifestation. All right. Somebody's asking a question. So. Oh. Uh, I want to find out if when we are praying and people are falling down, like in that motion, does the, can the person feel pain after the falling down? And is there any rule guarding the falling down? I don't really understand that. That's bad. Well, since uh, when you fall down physically, you get hurt. Hmm? When you are still in the spirit and you fall down, you can still get hurt. It's not the duty of the Holy Spirit to guide you when you are falling down. And you have no control over it. So, very interesting question. But then, yes, you get hurt. I remember one of my uh, ladies, she went for a program and a speaker fell on her leg. Because there was too much power in the room. The power of God is electricity, like that. That's the simplest way of describing it. So, took everybody out, and they bamboozled the speaker. <laughs> and unfortunately, <laughs> Regina's leg was. She had to carry for for like four months. It's, it's unfortunate. You know what the white men do? They seal the churches. So when you are entering the Holy Spirit for the church, they'll tell you, here, we believe in the falling down. If you come here, you come at your own risk. <laughs> so if you're not lucky, you come and sit down. Like, <laughs> if your head knocks there. Ah, even our church has been seen before. Pastor church. A woman sealed the church. So, yes, under the anointing. <laughs> she, she, she was saying that she didn't understand why she couldn't control herself. <laughs> it was very funny. So, well, you, get, you can get hurt. Let me see. 
Okay, so are they supposed to be any check and guide like when in case maybe we are in such a time? Well, it is good if they are. Like you have ushers to help. But depending upon the voltage, if it's uh, 20 volts, 30 volts, 50 volts, 240 volts, 360 volts, Charlie, it can carry you and the ushers. <laughs> <laughs> so the voltage is, is also important. So uh, what well, they can be checking. You see, sometimes uh, we have to train you in spiritual things. And you discern when somebody is acting as against when the power of God has fallen. From the, like the, from the natural stamp, standpoint. Many, many, many people, they want to draw attention. You see? So if in my spirit I feel that you are attention seeking, you can roll from here to Auntie Mary's house. I won't be mind you. You see? So we must be trained. You see, you, you must be able to have discernment. It is a gift God gives to leaders. But at the same time, everybody, that's what we call discernment of spirits. You see? And you think that Charlie, the person is. I'll show you one way to do that. Mention the name of Jesus to them. Tell them to mention the name of Jesus. Devils never do. You, you, so you a, a lot many things. Many things. There are, are, are checks and balances. So we have to be able to cut off the the, the, the linen that is exposed. And we are able to work in there. And where the Holy Spirit is operating, there are no legalities. Do you understand what I mean? Like wear a blue shirt. Only. If you wear a blue shirt, the Holy Spirit will, the anointing will come. It's not true. You see, so if yesterday you wore a blue shirt and you were anointed, it doesn't mean that today you wear a blue shirt and you be anointed. Quick thinking. And, and because of the way the devil works, trying to imitate God and his power. The Bible has given us what I said, again, checks and balances. So it says, prove the spirit. Hmm? What in the Bible we call Jesus a cursed? It's not an evil spirit. You see? So, we have to know all of these things. And then, it will be easier for you to Anywhere the Holy Spirit is operating, the counterfeit guy comes around to try to draw attention. So, for instance, I'm preaching. And somebody stands up, I have a word. Nonsense. <laughs> it says, in decency and in order, let one speak, let another interpret. You see, so you have to know these things, but you stand up, you have a word, uh-huh, and you are listening to nonsense. No, no. So these things, I don't know how to teach them, but probably I have to, so that you know how to manage. When somebody is going to say, hey, 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 sister, you said they'll be quiet. Don't be very, very quiet. <laughs> don't be, oh, oh, dear. 
You see, there, there, there are ways of doing these things. You have to get acclimatized in the spirit. Then you can say, ah. Ah, somebody's preaching. I went somewhere to preach or something. I forgot it. Then, in the midst of the message, one woman started singing. I said, Madam, shut up. Shut up. Ah. If you want to sing after, you can sing. But I'm preaching, you are not getting. What do you mean? Shut up. I haven't called for a song. <laughs> And the pastor asked me afterwards, said, ah, how did I know? I said, ah, but don't you see that she's just looking for attention? I'm going to have a voice. Shut up! And she kept quiet. He said that thing. So, after I asked her, would you want to sing again? She says, no. I said, ah, <laughs> If she were really humble, she would say, oh, I would like to come and sing. But, bonnie <laughs> You see, so, Many things happened that yesterday Michael was asking me a funny question about uh, what, what, what were you asking me that time? Say again. No, no, no. You were asking me something about the Holy Spirit yesterday. I, I forgot. Okay. Anyway. You see, he was asking her about uh, the covering of head and those things. I mean, see, those ones are called uh, legalities. Say again. Maybe. See, they are, they are things that people come up with to, to, to create all kinds of... Look, it says it is for liberty. Don't forget the scripture. Look for it. Galatians 1. It says it is for liberty. Not liberty professionals, though. <laughs> it is for liberty. That we are set free. Not to be under any bondage or any. You must be happy and free. What well, you see, aha. Uh-huh. Come. Uh, some churches, when they start worship, eh, they don't allow anybody to enter. Do you know why? Because of what? Okay. What it means is that when you enter, you're not coming to sit down. Somebody is worshiping, you are distracting them. So they say anybody who comes after a certain time, you 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 hang there until they, 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 they are done. Have you seen the scripture? Until until they are done, then you, they allow you to come. Oh, sit down. Now if you stretch it too much, it is a good idea. I mean, don't come and distract anybody from Worshipping their God. So, the orthodox people tell you, if you are praying, close your eyes. Eh? But you Christians of today, when you close your eyes, somebody will steal your phone. So you don't close your eyes. Your eyes are, your eyes are wide open. <laughs> you are praying. Meanwhile, you can't even concentrate too. You see? So, <laughs> no, no, go back, go back there. So, the, the, the point I'm making is that don't ever forget that you are free eh? not to be held in bondage by anything or anyone at any time. Look, I can use the word of God to put you in bondage. It's so easy. 
I'll tell you, look, in the Bible, some people fasted. Eh? They fasted so that they can kill Paul the apostle. Now, according to the scriptures, they didn't kill him. Which means that they continue fasting. So, because fasting is a good thing, from tomorrow, I want all of us to shave our head and fast. We fast till Jesus comes. <laughs> ah, you want dogma? I can use dogma to entangle you. Eh? In about a month, now I Look at the scripture. So if you don't know the scriptures, you can have problems. But if you know, it says liberty. No more yoke. Amen. And that is, you see, when God is with you, there are a lot of things that you don't need. When God lives, that is when <laughs> we come up with all kinds of, you see, it's like a fire dying down. When the flames are off. Don't you see that there's still fire? Uh-huh. So, it will take a while for all the embers to go off. So, if you don't take time and we have one revival hmm, and there's fire, you think that the Holy Spirit will move the same way tomorrow morning? Oh. oh it's left with just the embers. It becomes a dead, dead, dead church. That is why you must pray in the Spirit all the time so that God will bring you revelation. Amen. Then we can all be happy, excited, serving God. Do you have any questions? I promised three hours. How many hours have we crossed? What's the time? Oh! I'm up for I'm in trouble. I, when I looked at it, I thought it was six o'clock. Hmm. Everybody up to your feet. Speak in tongue for five minutes. Kabo sandara vakata rabrunde rebro sevrende rebre kaba 
Muki andara vari andara barandara brose vreke brende de brende de brende marusa vandara baka kashonde de brosaha masonda ravagande de brose vreke nere de brosa marusa varandara baka ravronde de brose vreke shende de brosa aborondo de brosa vakadi andara baronde de brose sibrin de rebraka dunde de andara baka bronde de brose vreke nere de brosa Marunda ravanda rabranda 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 rebrose vreke shende rebrosa ha marunda ravagaza maruze vrende rebreke berende rebrosa masonda ravaha kibarondere rebrose vreke shende azanda rabakonde rebrosa vandera baha rakia chanda rabakaturianda ha razonde rebrosa kashi andara barabaraba kivaranda rabranda rabraza vaka chanda rabuze vrende rebreze shebende rebreke brende rebrende Rebreze vrende rebreke vrende rebreze revreke severende rebreze vrekende rebreze randara bakaburon zebrende rebreze fekeshende rebosa marunda ravagata randara varavarava ravavavana ravazavaha ravavazia zavavavava ravoze vreze vekeze 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 vekezi azavavavava varunda ravavavava vazavazazazava revekeze viata randara vagata maruze vekeze viata baruze ve mejenere broze geziata maruze vekeze geze mazatayata sabaranda ravagata ramnanda ravarabaya revreke berndere breze vrekejenere bozaha kivaronde rebrosa vatayanda raba kimananda rabaraba shebrendere breze Rabra rabu sebrekete andara basanda rabaha revrose vreke shendere brosaha ina andara bakandire brose kibre andara baba rabra andara baba bara baba 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 baka sondere brosaha revakanda rabransada raburundere brose shendere brose kete andaha maranda raba kusia tayanda rabaka toyendere brose marose vreke shendere brose rebrondere broke breke 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 rababa barondere brose vreke shendere brosa marunda ravaha marunda ravaka zeanda rabaha kivorondoro brose kedeanda ha shendere brose vikanda yanda rabaka kabrondoro brose vrokotoyondoro brose kotoyondoro brose kotoyondoro brose revreke beke beyatata makabaya tayante ata marese kevechete Oria katayande ramarunde de brosa katayanda rabranda reveke teata shande de brosa vakatianta maranda rabaka reveke veke seketeata maroshende de brosa reva vande de brose kivaranda rabranda rabranda ke baba rose veke jehe rekiatayanda raha ramaranda rabakande de brose vrekende he rivaranda rabranda revrose vrekende de brese ravavava rigo segeje rekiatay 
in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. You are the fire in me. You are the power that works in me. You are my ever-present helper. Holy Spirit, I adore. Oh, you are the fire in me. You are the power that works in me. You are the power that works in me. You are my ever-present helper. Holy Spirit, I adore. Precious Holy Ghost, precious Holy Ghost. I worship you. I worship you. Precious Holy Ghost, come take your place in me. Oh, precious Holy Ghost, precious Holy Ghost, I worship you, I worship you. I just want to be where you are, dwelling daily in your presence. I don't want to worship from afar, draw me near to where you are. I want to be where you are, dwelling in your presence fisting at your table and surrounded by your glory in your presence that's where I always want to be I just want to be I just want to be I just want to be where you Dwelling daily in your presence I don't want to worship from afar Draw 
Just run into it and they are saved. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. The name of the Lord. A strong time. 
the Holy Ghost. When you stand up in the power of the Holy Ghost, Sambalat and Tobiah. Oh, Charlie. We shall wait forward. We shall wait forward. Let's let's finish this thing quickly. Tobiah and Sambalat. Look at their names. Tobiah and Sambalat. Take me to that scripture quickly and let's summarize it. If Tobiah makes a mistake, Raskofi. Raskofi, we gave you a nice song, you didn't dance. Oh, Raskofi. Okay, let's go to this scripture quickly. 310, Philippians. We are all reading together. Okay, Philippians chapter 3. Verse number 10. That I may know him. And the power of his resurrection. Charlie, the way you are saying this thing is not nice. Say to your neighbor, this is not nice. This is not nice at all. Let, let's say it like men. Men. Eh? Okay, Philippians 3.10. That I may know him. That I may know him. And the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death that I may know him that I may know him that I may know him hallelujah we are speaking about the presence huh you see, I told you this morning that there is something about the cross. If they had known, they would not have crucified him. He said, and the power of his resurrection. So, there is power associated with the dying and the suffering and the rising. There is power. Look at it. It says, the fellowship of his sufferings. So, the first part, he says, that I may know, know him. This is somebody who met the Savior on the road to Damascus. And he said, a voice from heaven asked him, why do you persecute me? He says, who are you? Why do you persecute me? He says, who are you? He says, I am the Lord. Dramatic conversion. 
after that, he took him to the desert of Arabia. And he spent time there with the Holy Spirit. He came back preaching one day to the Philippians. And he says that, that I may know him. Which means that on the road to Damascus, he didn't know him. The time he spent with the Holy Spirit still didn't know enough. And he's still talking that I may know. Which means that there is always more to know in the presence. Hallelujah. And thank God there is power associated with the presence. It's just one benefit. Power. Say power. There's one benefit. More. But we are talking about power. Africans, we like power. You see? But I'm talking about spiritual superpower. Not worldly power. So when you know him, and you become an associate of him, you will carry his presence and then you will carry his power. Won't you say amen? amen? Oh, I pray that we carry his presence and we carry his power because we are knowing him. Gradually, we are knowing him. It, it is like, he says, Job said, who can fathom, who can, who can understand the almighty? He's too deep to be understood. Amen. Because you see, one revelation can last you a lifetime. Only one revelation. When you are waiting and he gives you one, you can survive on it and chop in it and be there for life until he tells you what to do next. That is why you must always crave. Hmm? Craving means like, like you are looking for a certain type, not food. You are looking for food to eat, but you want a certain type of food. If food can drive people from Medina to, uh, what do you call it, Papa here to go and buy it and eat. And food can drive people from here to Kolebu to go and buy what it. Hey. Then you must know that. Charlie, there's power. There's power somewhere. <laughs> You must desire. You must want it. You must look for. So Paul says you must be zealously affected always. Always on fire. Going somewhere. Going, you must look for. As the deer pants after the waters, so does my soul long after. You must be looking for. Searching for. Every time. You know, I, I, I have a secret desire to be a teacher only on the Holy Spirit. I'm praying. That's all I want to do. Because for me, nothing else matters. Amen. Nothing else matters. So every day I'm reading on the Holy Spirit, looking for videos, looking for books, doing this. I'm, every day I'm trying to get something on it. And every day I find something. Amen. Every day I find something. We shall continue to dig. <laughs> Hallelujah. We shall find him. 
We shall find him. You keep looking. Jesus said, keep knocking. Hallelujah. So if you don't knock, the door cannot be opened. We are talking about the presence of God. The presence. Because you see, in the OT, any time the presence landed, any time, that's what they were looking for. Look, the people, God himself said, he said, Moses, they were looking and interested in my power. You, I will show you my ways. They were looking for and interested only in their power. But you see, Moses was looking for more. So he said, I will show you my way. Hallelujah. His ways. We must know his ways. We must know. The only way we must know and we can know is when we are with him. And he is with us. Amen? God must be with us. My desire is that never leaving us, never forsaking us, always being with us. Because I've told you, when God is with you, you are more than highly favored. Can you imagine the whole creator of the universe, all the distant planets which can be reached only by light years, which means that currently we can't even think of going there. Huh? Recently, they sent uh, 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 a satellite or something to Pluto. It took them how many years? Like oh, a lifetime. Huh? One one planet, oh, you want to reach there, and the speed that machine was traveling at thirty thousand miles per second or something, and it took them twelve years to get there. Hey, and they had only a short time to take the pictures. Because he couldn't say, he had to fly past. Hey. He wants to know God. <laughs> Think about it. So deep, so vast, so wide. Hmm. He made all the planets. He made everything. And he made you. And he says, he said, oh, we didn't say. The Bible says, he first loved us. He said, I want you to have fellowship with me. And you say, God, I don't have time. I, I, I'm busy. I'm very, very busy. These days, I have a lot to do. And then the Bible says the Holy Spirit is sad. He says, do not grieve my Holy Spirit. When you pray, anytime you pray, pray this prayer that I may know him. Amen. When you desire, he will come and show you more. Tell him that he took Philip. Hmm? He took him to meet the Ethiopian Enoch. And he took him from there to another place. Let him take you in visions and dreams. Amen? To see things. I say what? To see things. And to know things. To understand what is going on. Lift up your hand. Let's pray. Father, this evening, all we need is you. We know when we have you, you will bring us blessings. Those are benefits that we can have. 
Thank you for the blessing. But for now, it is you we need. We want more of you. We want more each time. Deeper and deeper. Revelation after revelation. Insight after insight. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding. In you. About you. From you. With you. And everything naming you. Thank you for such an opportunity to talk about you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.